Hi, I'm Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. I'm also the podcast host of Invest in Her and an award-winning producer, author, and TEDx speaker. Our show, Invest in Her, features phenomenal female founders and funders. As you know, women receive less than 2% of venture capital funding. Our series is about accelerating the funding of women by connecting them to funding resources. Let's meet today's guest. Welcome to this week's edition of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors. And today I have on three extraordinary women. They have gotten together and started their own venture capital fund. Let me introduce you to the ladies of Emmeline Ventures, Lakeisha, Azine, and Nassim. Hi, ladies. How are you? Great. We're great. We're great. Wonderful. Thank you for having us. And I know two of you are in California here with me and Azim, I believe you are in uh, Arizona. I am. Yeah. Awesome. So I am so excited to tell people about your venture capital fund because we all know it's rare to have women and especially women of color, three women of color starting their own venture capital fund. You guys are trailblazers. I hope to see more of people, uh, women of all ethnicities starting their own funds. I know it's starting to accelerate, which is very exciting. It's actually what our film Show Her the Money is about, the escalation of more and more female-founded funds. So, so happy to have you all as guests today. I'm going to let you each introduce yourselves, and then we're going to tell everybody about how you all met. Uh, and what your mission is and how they could participate. So I want to kick it off, Lakeisha. Yeah, I'm happy to. Thanks so much for having us. I'm uh, really thrilled to be talking about uh, investing in women and why the three of us came together to start Emmeline Ventures. So I'm Lakeisha Landrum-Pierre, part of the trio. Um, I am, you know, of the three of us, we each sort of have a vertical. I really focus on, um, and you'll hear about our thesis in a little bit, but I really focus on um, you know, care economy and fintech as my sort of expertise, um, really in helping women build their wealth. And so when you hear a little bit more from Nassim, who gives our the- who tells our thesis in a way that gives you goosebumps, uh, you'll you'll hear more about what, what we each focus on. Um, so I have a background. And I just want to interject that, yeah. you know, for our listeners, because they're always learning that the thesis yes, of course. is, of course, what the cap with the venture capital fund invest in so that you align yourself with the right one. If you're a founder looking for funding, you'll find out what, uh, you know, this venture capital fund is um, focused on. So you'll know if it's a good fit for you as a founder looking for funding, right? Um, So one thing I love about you all is you each bring something different to the table. So Lakeisha, let's like 30 seconds, your amazing media background and whatnot. I like to say that I'm the operator of the three of us, right? And so really come from a background of building and scaling one of West Africa's largest media companies. But it's a global media company. Our offices are in New York. We reach about 50 million people a month. Today, I sit as a chairwoman. But for a decade, <clears throat> I spent time building this company, first as its CEO and then as a CEO for many years, and today as its chairwoman. And um, I like to say that I spent the past 10 years proving that you can build a social enterprise, a, a company that can have outsized impact and outsized outside outside social impact and outside social and outsized financial returns. 
That's really, really important to us because at Emmeline Ventures, we're investing in the next wave of female founders who are doing just that, right? And um, and that's a little bit about me. We'll talk more about it later, but I, I'd love uh, to pass it to my partner, Zine, so she can share a bit about herself. Thank you, Lakeisha. And also, Catherine, thank you for having us on your podcast today. It's great to be able to share our story and to help educate other women for financial sovereignty and, and financial literacy, because that's definitely a core mission that I bring to the group, among other things. And I would say my background, which is what you'd like to hear about at this point, is very eclectic. And I often lead with the fact that it's highly remarkable that I'm here today as a partner of a venture capital fund, not only because, as you mentioned, there are so few women and women of color leading in VC, but given my background, um, which I'll get to, and at the same time, it's exactly the point I should be because I am using my orthogonal, if you will, my very eclectic experience background to, to really come at investing at this venture asset class with a fresh perspective. And that's what all investing is about, right? Like using your own skill sets, your experiences and your unique um, distinctive edge to make money. Like that is what we're here to do as well as to make impact. And as Lakeisha so wonderfully said, like they are not at all mutually exclusive. You can and have impact and make money. And in fact, they should like accelerate one another. Um, quickly, I'll touch on some of my background, professional like consulting, um, corporate consulting experience or not corporate, but um, big box corporate consulting, like and Nassim will talk about some more. I have that in my background. I have um, life and personal coaching background and education um, from that standpoint, and also actually an athletic coach. I have also spent a good deal of time being a stay-at-home mom, which has informed a lot of how I view the world. Thank you. And um, heavily involved in philanthropy and volunteering in that time. And what I have also in my background, which helps with some of this investing and the back office work that I help be, uh, our firm with is um, I ran a, my own personal family office. So, yeah, I know. And people don't know uh, that family offices are a key part of raising venture capital. And we can touch on that a little bit more. But your that your background in that lends itself to, you know, really creating a successful fund, having that knowledge. Um, and Nassim, uh, let's kick it off with you or close up the uh, background. The intros. Oh, yeah, the rounds. Yes. Uh, yeah, thanks so much. This is great. I, I love doing things like this. So I appreciate that you, you asked us to join you. Uh, I'm the, the third in the trifecta. Uh, I come from 20 years of management consulting, of incubators, of venture studios, of agencies, uh, and having run my own boutique company as well, and all of that in the context of digital and innovation. Uh, and it started in circa 2007 when we all first had iPhones in our hands. Uh, and I was a budding strategist based out of New York uh, and really all of a sudden solving digital strategy and digital innovation questions for CPG companies and media companies. And, and so it very serendipitously put me at the front of and on the path of uh, really thinking about businesses from every angle of what digital gives us access to do. So we went from building businesses on paper to building them in real life, to turning on product, to doing the zero to one on new startups, raising capital for those startups. Uh, and so all of that now coalesces in what we're able to do with the fund and what I in particular can bring to the founders uh, because all of the business building and strategy horsepower can get redeployed really nicely. 
Awesome. And I'm going to ask each of you to say your names because some people aren't watching us. They're just listening. Uh, and I want them to be able to find each of you on LinkedIn. So we want to just run through that in the intro. Sure. Hi, I'm Nazim Sayani. And I am Azine Radson Van Allebeek. So good luck trying to transcribe. Yeah, I know that'll be fun. <laughs> and and find her on on LinkedIn. If you find one of us, you'll very easily find all three of us. And of course, uh, Lakeisha Landrum Pierre. Lakeisha yes. Landrum Pierre. So yeah, and you can see now everybody why I allowed them to introduce themselves. Uh, so anyway, uh, findable on LinkedIn, um, and of course. Uh, Emmeline uh, Ventures, you can find on social. So I just wanted to say that because, you know, people will want to, as they learn about uh, the, how the three of you all created this fund and how they can be a part of it. Um, I wanted them to know, well, how, how do I get in touch with them? So let's talk about this. You all met at Pipeline Angels. Is that correct? Correct. Right. So each of you being uh, angel investors yourselves, um, it's my understanding that you all started, Emmeline, uh, putting together your, your fund with your own monies. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. So that must be unusual. And you all can leave your um, audio on. Um, that must be unusual to start your own fund with your own funds. Is that unusual or is that common? I would say it's not usual, especially for three women of color, right? And so what we have found, Catherine, is when we when founders meet us, they all said, what in the world do we do to get you on our cap table? Um, because not only because we existed, but the fact that we we weren't even a fund. We were a private group of three women pulling together our own private capital to invest in female founders across three, uh, three particular um, verticals. And so they're like, we don't even see, let alone VC funds, we don't see you, three women like you doing what you're doing, right? And so right. No, you're absolutely right um, on, on many, in many different ways and layers that what we're, what we did and what we sort of came together to do, we have yet anyway, right? Nassim and Azim found yeah. folks who did what we, what we did, right? Yeah, yeah. More often than not, uh, you will see fund managers who have their own angel portfolios that they've built over time for sure. Uh, but a trio of people investing together over two years before then launching a, a full fund uh, is absolutely unique. And we we don't know others that have done it quite that way. And I love that you created your own success story and then said, hey, let's have our own fund and help create success stories for other women, right? And it's why people would uh, want to get involved with uh, learning about Emmeline, investing in Emmeline, and uh, getting to know the three of you. Because let's face it, if you're going to put your money in a fund, you want to know who's handling your money. And, you know, you want to know that you like working with them, that you respect them, that you uh, realize how smart they are because they've been there, done that for themselves, and now they can help vet companies for you, right? I always try to explain to my listeners that, you know, investing in a fund is like investing in a mutual fund in the stock market. You're putting your money together with other investors, and then you're depending on those general partners, the three of you, to have the smarts to be able to vet them and pick the right ones that the collective monies are being invested in. Let's talk about some of the 
ones that you all have invested in. Uh, you mentioned, I think to date, maybe there's 13. I don't know if that was with your personal portfolio. So, so yeah. So if we could, if we could talk about the thesis first and then the companies will make more sense. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk we'll about that. Stage. Uh, so our thesis, the way we characterize it is we're investing in female founders and female founded teams. And we have an extremely high bias for that female to be in the CEO spot because when that exit happens, that's the face we want on Forbes. Uh, and we are investing in businesses that are helping women in particular manage their health, build their wealth and live in a cleaner, safer world. And the reason we connect those things is because that first bucket is all things healthcare and femtech and everything that you need to understand around women's health. Second bucket is all financial services, all wealth generation related tools that are putting real agency in women's hands. And the third bucket is a combination of climate and content. And the reason we do that is because if we can clean up the world around her, what she eats, what she reads, what she wears, and give her more agency on her health and her wealth, she's going to do better. And because of that, her family does better and her community does better and all ships rise. And so leaning into that, the interwovenness of health and wealth quite deliberately, because they're so related for how women live and how they thrive and making sure we were taking account of the world around her meant that we could really support how women are able to succeed and then get the knock-on benefits of what their families and communities experience when, when she's doing better. Uh, and so everything that we invest in has that primary angle of what is it doing for women at the core, but always has the extended benefits to what happens to the people around them because of it. And I wonder how many male-founded funds have that thesis <laughs> well, but, I mean, not, not maybe all. zero. Yeah. <laughs> in, but in thank goodness for women like you. You know, we yeah, need yeah. women at the head of these funds so that they have a thesis like that that's really focused on women. Um, so, uh, what are a couple of the uh, companies that you all invested in in that first allotment that we could talk about? Which one do we want to talk about? In her pilot fund, who, yeah. well, she's not necessarily core in our thesis, but because there's so much momentum at the moment, I feel like we might want to talk about another tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is, and so another tomorrow is uh, founded by Vanessa Barboni Halleck. And she, or actually, I think it's Barbo Halleck Barboni. I apologize, Vanessa, that I, I mix up which goes first. And she has, um, founded a company that from beginning to end has truly looked to reimagine how a fashion company, how a, a premium actually quality fashion company can reimagine the supply chain. Because if you know anything about the fashion industry, you know it's a huge uh, contributor, negative contributor to um, the our environment and from every stage. And she has, has looked at this and come up with ways to say, it does not have to be that way from the beginning of having exclusive <clears throat> uh, with farmers in Tasmania for her wool source to the whole other end of creating an authenticated resale site so that the product does not get shipped to dumps, but yet it can have a continued life, uh, reduce, reuse, recycle, right? And so she, we met her about two years ago, two, two and a half years ago, have invested, have continued to follow on because the metrics continue to, you know, excite us and interest us and show um, amazing forward progress. And she is in process at this moment of closing a series A. So in 
to educate um, those who are listening, we are investing at the pre-seed and seed stage, which is really very early on. It's oftentimes it's ideas and there's there's maybe not even a, a large revenue stream. And so you go from pre-seed to seed and series A is when things start to be like gel and materialize and there's revenue growth. There's some initial um, product market fit. And that is the point for scaling and really amplifying out towards exit. And you have a series A, B, C, and D. And so to get our companies to the series A is what we're really hoping and looking for. You know, and I'm glad you brought that up because uh, you are one of a, a very few uh, of venture capital funds that uh, do invest in pre-seed. Uh, I, I see it more and more, but really it's limited. And that's great that you do that because that's one of the hardest times to get funding. Um, I also love that this next fund that you're raising for, you decided to raise what's considered in the venture capital world, kind of a smaller fund, which is 10 million. And talk about why you did that. I love your theory of starting with the 10 million so that because the law limits it to 99 investors, you are now um, allowing women to get into this game with putting in lesser of a commitment than some of the bigger venture capital funds where they require, you know, like a $250,000 investment. So let's talk about your strategy there. And what is the minimum that people can jump into the fund? Yeah. So a little bit of SEC knowledge for those that are listening. Uh, if you're a $10 million fund or larger, you can only have 99 LPs, as you mentioned. Um, LPs are limited partners. They're individuals, family offices, or institutions that are invested in a fund. Uh, if you are a $50 million fund with 99, those check sizes have to be much, much larger to get to that 50 million. If you're sub 10 million, smaller than seven. 10 million, you can have up to 249 individual investors, which means you give it a lot more flexibility and check sizes. And so while the primary objective is to drive more capital to female founders and expand the 1.9% that went to female founders last year, which was not great and worse than it had been the year before, the second big primary objective is to get more women to the table writing checks. And our ability to do that is via having more options on check sizes, because a lot of women haven't been writing checks in the venture. They're not coming from generational wealth yet. They're not in a place where they've done this for years. And so 250K is easy. Uh, so our, our check minimum has two answers. Um, our, our average minimum, our typical minimum is 100K. Uh, if you've been investing for a long time, if you've been in the market doing this and you're seasoned and experienced, minimum is 100. Family offices, institutions, the minimum is different, but for individuals, it's 100. If you are a first-time VC investor, if you're a woman coming to this for the first time in particular, uh, and we love our allies, so if you're a first-time ally investing in VC, we'll, we'll take you, right? Uh, but if you're coming to it for the first time, there are also options to invest at 25 and 50. Uh, and what that does is it takes the friction out of that entry point, and it gives you a way to get involved, ask questions, learn the lingo, understand what it means to get into venture. And so that we are not the only check you write, we're the first check you write. And it's a start of a journey for you into then writing more checks into other funds, hopefully still with us and then hopefully with others. Right. And Lakeisha, I know that you all are all about 
you know, creating generational wealth. That's why I think a lot of these women are getting into creating their own funds, right? Uh, like you just mentioned, we get less than 2%. This means men get 98% of the funding. We are all on a mission, and this is what we have in common, on a mission to absolutely change that. And having more female-founded funds like yours is what's going to change it, right? So, uh, Lakeisha, you want to weigh in on that? Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. <clears throat> I couldn't agree more that um, women like you, Catherine, like us at Emmeline, and there is truly a wave uh, of women who really want to move the needle and move the needle in favor of what we call this entire ecosystem of venture, right? So as we mentioned earlier, you have investors who put money into a venture capital fund, right? With the hope that in a seven to 10 year Time frame, they will then get multiple times the money that they put in. And more than in most other investments. That's why I always say to every woman who's capable of putting at least 5% of their portfolio, if not more, into this type of venture capital funding uh, investment, um, you know, they've got to get away from just, you know, real estate, bonds, stock market, because this is such a lucrative. Uh, arena that men have been in for 50 years and women are just starting to learn about uh thanks to women like you programs like ours our movie coming out that he's like that's right absolutely you all that's right can i add to that point because i absolutely agree it's an asset class that women need to to get involved with and that is an underpinning of what we're about here and a different way that i like to also suggest it is venture the whole idea of venture is we we're funding our future world, right? Like the the ideas and the the concepts that will really impact how we live our life, and it's in the timeline for venture is seven to twelve years, right? For any of this to really have an impact and a ripple where it extends largely, but for an example, everyone knows Uber, right? 20 years ago, we had no idea about this. Now, none of us can live without an Uber or a Lyft or some kind of system like that. We want to create those same kind of businesses and services that we, you know, in 20 years from now, we're like, how did we live our life like that? But have them specifically be things that can improve how a woman leads her life. Because when you help a woman improve her lived experience, that makes it better for really everyone at the end of the day. And so, thinking about it from that end, not only to make money, but to like really change all of our lived experiences for the better is a way I like to present the idea as well. Absolutely. You all remind me uh, of the TED talk I did called Fund Women Save the World. And I do believe it's exactly what you said with your mission statement, that when you help women with their health and you help women who are helping impact the environment and and what they're eating and what they're wearing and, you know, that uh, it really is funding women and their amazing innovations is what is going to save the world. You know, we're 50% of the brain power. I'm so happy to know about venture firms like you all that, I mean, this is no easy feat to raise a fund, right? This this is not easy, but (laughs) thank goodness for women like you all who are going out on the limb and really every day working it, you know, bringing in more female angel investors, creating these funds that will fund so many 
female founders that have the innovations that are going to impact the world. Just total, total gratitude for women like you all. The three of you are rock stars in my book and so happy to have you all involved in our film, Show Her the Money, uh, that'll be coming out this year. And so grateful to have you all as guests today. I want to make sure as we wrap up, uh, if there's anything else that you want to uh, mention, um, and then also talk about how people can find you all online and in social. Yeah, I have a, few, a couple of things I'd love to mention. Uh, mention and then um, in terms of how to get involved, I'll pass that to one of my partners. So you said a couple of things that I do want to highlight, right? So when someone is thinking about embarking in the world of venture as an investor, right? When someone says, I want to get involved in venture capital, I don't know how. What Emmeline Ventures is doing is creating a path, right? A step into the world of venture. <clears throat> and Nassim did a wonderful job of talking about how, how we do that. Uh, you mentioned, Catherine, that, you know, someone has to feel really good about the ability of the general partners to find really great companies. There's another piece too, Catherine, and it's the ability of the GPs to lean in and support founders to reach their potential and to help their businesses reach the potential that's possible. So many female founders do not have that support, simply put. There is not that we are we are actively building out the sisterhood that we call it such that we can help you know, our female founders fly up in our network to support them so that we can lean in when they are having, when they are thinking about quitting, right? When they are having very, very low points. There's so much more even to just finding the great companies. It's supporting our founders and helping even them around their, the ecosystem that they're building themselves such that they can succeed. Because our theory, <clears throat> our thesis, excuse me, also leans into by investing in, in uh, female-led companies Right. We our thesis says that if we invest in female led companies, their lived experience increases the likelihood that if they build the company, it will succeed. Right. So we we are investing in female founders as our business case. We believe that female founders will will output the the most successful companies. Right. They already and do. That, they already do. Already do. Already right? yeah. The data they already, already knows yeah. that that's what's happening. Right. And so that's something I just wanted to highlight and 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 um and make sure we talk about um because we find the great companies and help them succeed. And that's a huge part of what if you want to invest in a venture fund that's doing that. And we are one of those, we are one of those venture funds. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I wanted to highlight that and there's certainly more to highlight, but that was my big one. And in terms of how to get involved, I'll pass it to. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. How to get involved. I guess um, the easiest way, since I don't know that we can share links here is find Emmeline Ventures on LinkedIn Right. And, It'll be in our description and our post, but let's spell, spell Emmeline for them. Yes. Emmeline, E-M-M-E-L-I-N-E, Emmeline Ventures. And so they can also, visit your website and they can also find you all on social. Uh, what's the invest, social handle? There's an invest with us link on the website and it sends right. an email to us and you can tell us you want to get involved. And we- yeah can say Beautiful. we're fundraising and we can say, ask us questions and we're happy to talk to anybody who is even mildly curious. Yeah, because, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Nassim, for that. I want to like lower the, the hurdle for you. Yeah. If you're at all curious and interested and you you feel like you have questions that are too dumb, the only question not asked 
Well, the only dumb question is the question not asked. Like, please reach out to us. We are here on a mission that is so multi-pronged, but at the end of the day, remember it is about supporting women and other people outside the elite, the group who has done venture before. We want to help educate you. We want to help bring you the confidence and the network and the and the and the support system to really actively get involved. And we are a hundred percent behind that. So send us that that uh request to, you know, I want to invest. We're not going to hold you to anything. Yeah. I think that is the one barrier that people feel like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, therefore I'm yeah. not going to do it. And so here you've got support women that want to support you in learning and, you know, take advantage of that for sure. Uh, where can they find you all on social? I know all three of you are on LinkedIn. And then and we have a Twitter handle as well, which is VC Emmeline. Uh, and you'll find us there. We are probably most active on LinkedIn. That's probably the best place to see how we think and, and what we're aiming for, but we are certainly on Twitter as well. Beautiful. Everybody, uh, reach out, check out Emmeline and these three amazing women. Uh, so happy to have you all on today. Of course, you can find uh, us, Catherine Gray, invest in her on Instagram and our She Angel investors on all of the rest. Um, and we appreciate you taking the time to tune in. Watch out for these ladies and myself on Show Her the Money, the film coming out this year, the documentary, all about how underfunded women are in this space and how we're going to change that and how you as a listener can be part of that change. So thank you all so much. Make it a great week. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you, ladies. Remember, if you're looking to launch a business or grow your business, check out our e-course, Six Ways to Fund Your Business, available at sheangelinvestors.com.